Hello friends, I'm Susanna April and consider this podcast your invitation to hear God's voice and be encouraged to push past fear on your creative journey. Join me on Insta at Creative Journey Collective to continue the conversation. And now on to today's episode. Hello friends, I'm so honored you're here. Thank you. I just want to say a huge thank you for everyone that has DM'd me or hit me up or sent me a message about how the podcast has been blessing them. Honestly, starting this has been a really huge leap of faith for me. It's been a little bit nerve wracking and it's been a little bit, yeah, overwhelming to be honest. It's very stressful to put yourself out there like this. Um, Well, it can be, but thankfully I really feel the Lord on it and he has been all over it. So just wanting to say a huge thank Thank you. When you message me or send me a DM, it actually genuinely does um, really touch my heart. So please, if you do have a testimony about how uh, this podcast is blessing you, please um, hit me up with a DM or um, yeah, even just, I would love to know what you would love to hear about. What is it that um, you want to talk about? I'm open. I don't have like a really long list of topics. I'm just here sharing my heart and a few stories, really. That's just what this podcast will be. Um, So yeah, let me know. I am open. It'll probably be a few months before it comes out, but (laughs) uh, it would be, uh, yeah, really great to hear what you would like to talk about. So today I just want to touch, like really just touch on the surface of what is really the foundation for everything I do in my business, in uh, my my creativity and my creative journey, and also in my mentorship program that I have with my students at the moment. Really like, I'm not going to string you along <laughs> like with what is the secret to my success? Because honestly, not even sure if I'm that successful yet, but it's not about that. I'm, I'm actually here to really give you a picture of, um, yeah, I guess the foundation of what I do. And really it all comes back to, this is not really going to be that mind blowing, but it comes down to the secret place and that secret communion connection with the Lord. Um, And I guess like in this episode, I just want to share three little stories about times when I have encountered Jesus in secret and he's really marked my life and really set me up to, um, yeah, the trajectory of my journey to really be, yeah, have that, uh, that space with him as my foundation. Um, and I really just want to talk about first, before I share stories, what is the secret place? Um, and really there's not really a very clear definition, but in my mind, it is your secret life with God that no one knows about. It's just you and him. No one is there. No one is on the journey with you. It's just you and the Lord. Um, And it looks so different for every person. Some people have uh, like really do struggle to be honest with themselves and with God. And obviously that is an unfolding that he's doing in your life and in your journey. But my secret place with the Lord is a very raw, honest um, place. And it is often quite mundane, but then it is sometimes often full of tears or full of, um, yeah, very honest prayers, <laughs> a lot of frustration, um, a lot of beauty and kindness and connection. Um, it looks like carving out space and time with him often. And it also looks like connecting with him in the mundane, doing my laundry with him, <laughs> washing my kids clothes and praying and spending time in prayer and connection with him. Um, so really like when I say secret place, all I mean is connection with Jesus. It's really just about your relationship with him at the end of the day. That's what the foundation of this is about. 
And yeah, I just want to share my first story is just a time when I really encountered the Lord in secret um, in a really powerful way. And it was when I was uh, serving with Youth with Mission about 12 years ago. Uh, and I was young, I was only 18 at the time, and I remember that it was a really significant season that really marked my journey. Marked my journey because I was battling with severe anxiety, I was, yeah, feeling very, um, yeah, very fearful of the future, fearful of what I would do with my life, fearful that I would get it wrong, fearful that I would, um, yeah, crash and burn and not live up to the potential that God had for me. I think like I was wrestling with a lot of fear about the direction my life would take and if I would get it right. And um, at the time I hadn't really been, I hadn't really entered my creative season yet. I was still dabbling a lot in things, but this was before kind of God really set my heart on fire for connecting with him in creativity. Uh, And I remember I was in this worship time and I had been praying. I've always journaled a lot and I'll talk more about journaling uh, later on, but I've always journaled a lot and I'd been journaling like pages and pages. I have like boxes and boxes of journals, uh, just like over the years of my heart, just pouring out to the Lord. And some of them I never want to read ever again. Some of them are quite precious, but some of them are a bit messy. (laughs) Like we all are. Um, and I remember I was in this worship time and I was standing there and had my hands out and I was just, Uh, spending time with the Lord and I said like Jesus like I'm really wrestling and struggling and I was crying a lot Um, and at the time I'd been really wrestling with comparison and would my life look like that person's or this person's and he came and I just felt like he came in worship and and actually stood in front of me and it's the only time in my life so far where I've experienced or seen like in my mind's eye or really sensed like the person of Jesus with me He came and he just like, his eyes were so kind and I will never forget. I looked into his eyes and I could have just gotten lost forever. And he came and he like put his hands under mine and just said like, just rest here a little while. Keep your eyes on me. And it was probably the one and only time I feel like I've ever seen him face to face. It wasn't in the physical, but like in, in the spirit. Um, And it was so crystal clear. And even though it was over 10 years ago now, I still clearly remember that moment as a really transformational time. It was like a stake in the ground when I realized or I I took I took that moment and I said, like, Jesus, you are going to be my measuring stick. I am not going to walk in comparison. Um, and it was like almost like an alignment of my journey for the rest of like my life. I feel like God set me up in that moment uh, to really like have him as my measuring stick. And yes. I don't get it right all the time. I still have moments of comparison. Um, But that moment in secret where I had been journaling and seeking him and and seeking breakthrough and freedom from the anxiety that I was feeling, that moment really was like a stake in the ground in my heart. Um, So the second, my second story was about God meeting me in the secret place in a hard season. And so I won't share the whole story right now because it's pretty long. (laughs) Maybe one day I will. But um, I had been pregnant with our second child and I'd been very, my son, Jaira, and I'd been very sick, like not really, like not physically sick, but emotionally and mentally not doing well. Like I was in the absolute pits and I'd really struggled through this pregnancy. Had a long series of, uh, season of just creative break and I hadn't, 
created in a long time. There was like COVID happening, um, a big adaption to learning how to be a mum for the first time, like with my daughter. And then I had two kids close together, which wasn't really what I expected. And so it was like a three-part kind of firestorm that led me to not really creating or being creative of any kind for years, Um, which is like actually okay. It's all right to have seasons like this. And I think it's important to recognize that not every season will you'll be go-getting or you'll be um, pumping out different things. It's actually important to go with the ebb and the flow of, you know, your journey and the rhythms and what's going on in your world and motherhood if you're a mom and, um, yeah, just to be kind to yourself. But in this season, I continue to carve out space for God, even though I was really wrestling and um, I would sit on my couch with my huge preggers belly (laughs) I was ginormous, Um, and I would just sit there and cry and sometimes not even cry, just stare blankly. (laughs) I had nothing, like I was completely empty. Um, But I knew that even though I felt nothing and I was in a desert, that I couldn't do it without Jesus and I needed him to show up. I needed him to be with me. And there were times where I journaled for hours and hours and I would hear nothing. And then there are times when he would just speak one word in the midst of that very dark time when I had carved out space for him and it would be something that would would really break through all of the ickiness that was surrounding me at the time. Um, and it was a very precious and beautiful season with the Lord and honestly sometimes I miss it because there's nothing like the reach of, of your heart when you're, when you're facing adversity and suffering and pain. There's nothing like the reach of your heart in that season because it's a beautiful gift that we get to bring the Lord side of eternity to love him and to seek him in the midst of our hard seasons when we get to heaven one day we won't get to do it (laughs) it's not going to be hard so for me I remember even though in that season there was so many things I wanted to do other than be with the Lord and yes I did probably indulge like a lot in things that were not super great for me because I was just not in a great place emotionally and mentally But the moments that I did come back to him and I did spend with him, I remember his smile over me and I remember him, you know, saying things like I'm proud of you and just keep coming back to me. It's not, I remember him saying one time in particular, it's not uh, how often you come back to me, Susanna, it's that you do. And I remember feeling like the the weight of guilt on my shoulders like oh I haven't been doing this as much as I should and I remember him saying like it's not about how much it's about the fact that you are um and so just want to have that as an encouragement to you in if you're in a hard season today and if you're wrestling with even just the guilt of maybe not knowing how to make space for the Lord in the midst of your pain or in the midst of your grief or whatever your season looks like that the Lord will use your yes to him in the hard season um, and he'll bring fruit from it that nothing else can. Um, And I feel like I'm a walking testimony of that because right after this really hard season, the Lord gave me a word and he said, Susanna, it's time to dream again. And so I kind of put it on the shelf, but then things started to trickle in, ideas started to form. Um, and all of a sudden I started to paint again. I had a newborn in my carrier, like I had huge eye bags. I was exhausted, but it was an incredible healing journey because I believe it was because I had given him my yes in the midst of that hard season and he had come and met me, um, 
And so the fruit started to just flow out of me in that time. And this is when I started painting again about two years ago now. Um, And it was very, like, it was a very precious season, very, very precious, and it was deeply healing. Um, So that's my second story. First story was about um, the secret place encountering God. The second one was about meeting Jesus in the secret place in a hard season. And my third story is about meeting Jesus in the secret place in the mundane. And I feel like everyone can kind of relate to this, (laughs) this concept of my life has big mundane moments. Um, and I mean, I've, I've had the whole spectrum in my journey. I've had these crazy, like life-giving moments where I'm on the mountaintops, I'm in a worship service or, um, like we've done lots of traveling and been through all over the world and experienced so many things where you have these mountaintop times with God, but then the mundane comes and you are waking up with your sad child attached to you or you have to go to work the next day or there's, um, yeah, jobs that need to get done or there's bills that need to be paid and the mundane just starts to eat at you. And I actually feel like for me, some of my most powerful moments with God have been um, in the mundane. And even last night I was sitting with my son um, while he was going to sleep and um I feel like all the mums could maybe relate to this moment. (laughs) I was sitting there and I didn't have my device. (laughs) I was deviceless. And I was like sitting there and I was stuck beside him for probably half an hour. Um, And I remember thinking, oh, I don't have my phone on me right now. This is so frustrating. This is all this wasted time. And I've been here many times, you know, in this exact circumstance where I've said the exact same thing. And it's funny how, you know, the Lord, continues to use the same moment again and again until we get it. And I still feel like still, I'm still getting it. (laughs) Um, But I just, I felt a call to prayer. So I just started praying over my kids and had this really beautiful prayer time with the Lord and time with the Lord, just blessing my kids. And um, it was just one of those times where I feel like I left that room, that dark room late at night when, you know, I should have been having alone time, but instead I was getting my kids to sleep. I feel like the Lord used it as a really beautiful pouring out and it made me reflect on all the other times when I've met him in those mundane moments. Um, They're not spectacular. Honestly, they're hidden. They're so hidden. And one day we'll get to heaven and I reckon Jesus will literally have a whole book written up of all of those precious small moments that we chose to connect with his heart in the midst of the mundane everyday life moments that, um, you know, we could have begrudgingly been frustrated or, you know, grumpy. I'm often grumpy. (laughs) Sorry, kids. But I think, I think the point is, is that, um, yeah, I find that meeting him in those mundane moments has become a rhythm that I've really been super blessed by. And, um, yeah, just grateful for that, that, I'm grateful for meeting Jesus in the mundane and it doesn't always look like carving out some epic secret place, quiet time with the Lord every day. It's awesome if it can. It's awesome if you can make uh, 30 minutes a day or so to read your Bible and to journal and to hear his heart. But honestly, it's not always a reality for me in my season. Um, My life is very busy. just with having small kids and it's high and it's low and it's, you know, not perfect. But um, what I have found is that 
if I set my heart's intention on the Lord every day, even if it's just for a few minutes a day, I have these moments of mundane connection with him throughout the day that are beautiful and that keep me um, keep me full. And so I just want to bless you with that um, concept today. Um, and, yeah, just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I just want to pray over you guys right now. And, um, yeah, just hope and pray that this, this little podcast has left you inspired to meet with Jesus in your everyday journey. And um, just before I pray, I just want to give three quick little points about uh, some really, really simple encouragements that will um, encourage you in your secret place and creativity. So number one, your creativity will shift when you start to act upon your secret place as the key to unlock what God has for you. I'll say it again. Your creativity will shift. There will be breakthrough in your creativity when you start to act upon your secret place as the key. And I mean, I I know I've talked a lot about even about motherhood and about mundane moments in life, but guys, there's just, there's no other way. Your secret place is the key. I'm not like hiding some secret formula here. (laughs) It is connection with God's heart. It will shift your creativity. It will give you ideas. That's collection you want to do. It will, (laughs) he will give you ideas as you carve out time to to meet with him and to to be with him. Um, Number two, your secret place is not confined to a time or place. You are the secret place that the Holy Spirit finds his home in. It can be anywhere. It can be anytime just encourage you to carve out time to meet with the Lord while you're doing your dishes, while you're um, vacuuming your floor, while you're tending to your children, while you're walking your dog, while you're at work on your lunch break. Find time and place in your mundane moments to just speak to the Lord and say, I love you. What do you have to say to me today? Talk to him like a friend because he's listening and he loves it when we speak to him like a friend. And three, number three, my third and last point, meeting with God in secret will give you capacity to live from your identity as a son and a daughter. It's not what you do. (laughs) What you do will not give you capacity to live out your identity. When we actually operate in this space of being with the Lord, it leaves endless, open, beautiful things that the Father can do with our little lives. Because all we need to do is just fully give our hearts to him and then the rest is up to him is honestly like living open-handedly is probably the biggest gift that anyone can ever learn how to do. And I mean, I'm still so on the journey. I do not do it like perfectly, any way, any shape, any time. But I have learned that there is a beautiful yes in my heart when I say, Lord, like, have your way in my life. And I just, I just want to live open-handedly. I just want to love you open-handedly. What do you want to do? I just say yes. Um, so today I just want to pray for you and just bless you with an encouragement to meet with the Lord in your moments, in your ins and your outs, and um, to carve out that history and that foundation with him that will see you through anything that that's gonna that the world's gonna throw at you and anything that honestly is gonna happen in your journey. I believe the secret place is the key. So Father, I just bless uh, these beautiful creative hearts right now to uh, hear you, 
Father, I just pray for um, just clarity and just connection with your heart, God. If they don't know how to pray, God, I pray that you would give them the words. If they don't know how to connect with you, I just pray that you would show them the way. I just ask, God, that there would just be, um, yeah, a really beautiful um, prayer from their hearts, God. All you really want is wholeheartedness. You don't need fancy words. You don't need, um, yeah, big eloquent language, God. All you need is our yes. And I just pray that you would give um, these beautiful creative hearts confidence to just carve out space and time to be with you and to hear from you, to love you, God, um, and to grow in love with you, Father. Just bless them today. I bless them to, um, yeah, that the eyes of their heart would be enlightened so that they could know the hope to which you have called them, God. That Ephesians Ephesians 1's prayer, God, that that would be um, the foundation of their lives, Father. Yeah. And just thank you in Jesus' name. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And just, yeah, reach out if you have any questions or if anything I've said in this podcast you didn't understand and or you want more clarity on even, I can ramble. That is something I can do. (laughs) Please hit me up. We'd love to hear from you. If you have been encouraged by this episode, please DM me with a testimony. I would love to hear. Also, rating the show would really bless my heart. And just FYI, I also sell beautiful, encouraging art prints, phone cases, and products on my shop website, which are designed to help encourage you to grow in love with Jesus in your everyday. So go check them out at SusannaAprile.com. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm really blessed by you.